Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is Monday, 11 a.m. in Connecticut. We're going to do a live with Leo today. Uh, Leo will be on here in a second. Figured I'd jump on, tell everybody what's up. Uh, last minute here. Leo decided he's going to uh, want to do a quick live with me today. So we, we didn't really have any plans. I'm still uh, home from work for having fucking COVID. So I said, yeah, why not? Let's do it, bro. Uh, we're going to go over um, the current champions in the UFC. Uh, what kind of road ahead each one of them has in front of them in 2022. Um, talk about who's most likely to still have their title at the end of the year. I got a lot of opinions on a lot of these. So um, as you can see, I'm bundled up because for some fucking reason, my house is like 60 degrees right now, which 60 sounds fine, but it, it's 20 degrees outside. So it really feels like 40 in here. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just cranked the heat up. Um, yep. Been battling uh, COVID. I, should be going back to work tomorrow, so I'll be shaving off this quarantine beard, which is making me sad. I, I wish we could just wear a beard in the army. We're the only fucking army in the world that doesn't allow you to wear a goddamn beard. But you go, on, you go on a deployment, you go to every single fucking chow hall in the world. <clears throat> and you got the Australian army, the German army. They all got fucking beards. But not the, not the United States army. We got to be clean cut all the time. Unless you got a shaving profile, which is fucking impossible to get. Not impossible, but it's a fucking task. Uh, we got some MMA coming up finally. Um, I think at the end of this, I, I think Saturday, right? Saturday is the fifteenth. We're gonna have um, we're gonna have Calvin Cater making his return to uh, the to the octagon. Ever since his beating that he took from Max Holloway last year, it's been a full year, I think. I don't think Cater's been in there for an entire year. Which is completely understandable because he got punched fucking 900 goddamn times in one fight. I mean, that'll take a lot out of anybody. That'll change your goddamn life. What's up, DJ Tony? What's up, Brad Williams? Thanks for tuning in. We're waiting on Leo. Leo should be here in a second. He just shot me a message, said two to three minutes. And uh, that was like two minutes ago. So, yeah, Calvin Cater. That fight with Max Holloway was January 16th, 2021. And he'll be fighting on January 15th, 2022. So almost a full year since he's been in there. He's taking on uh, Giga Chikadze, which is a fucking tough task on his first fight back. Giga's no joke. Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see about that. When Leo gets on here, we're going to talk about all kinds of shit like this. Um. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, I'm pretty much uh, 97% out of this COVID shit. I still got some scratchiness in my voice. My throat hurts a little bit. What's up, Dave Morgan? Um, but as far as like the, the COVID fatigue goes and all that shit, man, I think I'm through it. I think I'm through it all, and I can get right back to work. I can uh, get back to doing shows twice a week. Get back to traveling, going to do some live uh, content at these events. We'll be at Cage Wars next week and uh, in the next month. Thank you, Dave. Um, next month, 
Mike and I will be making the trip to um, to Hollywood, Florida, so we can take part in Knuckle Mania 2. Dave Morgan's in the uh, comments section. He was part of Knuckle Mania 1, I believe, fought... Who the fuck did he fight? Travis Thompson. He fought Travis Thompson at Mania 1. That shit was awesome, man. That was such a good event. You need to get me on the show soon. Yeah, we'll get you on the show soon, man. We got a lot of stuff booked up right now. I don't know where the hell fucking Leo is right now. But uh, in the meantime, make sure you guys are liking and sharing all our content. Subscribing to the YouTube channel. Um Go into the store, dude, the uh, the Mission Accomplished store at myshopify.com. Missionaccomplished.myshopify.com and buy yourself some gear, man. It's really good stuff. I went through and took a lot of time going through uh, brand names and whatnot because I wanted our clothes to be comfortable and uh, long-lasting. So I didn't want to get no cheap bullshit. Um, so... Took the time, designed it all myself, so get on the store, get some of that shit, like and share the show, and our boy Leo is in the waiting room right now, so without further ado, let's get this goddamn show on the road with my boy Leo from the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. Let's get it on. What's going on, brother? Check it out. I even put Live with Leo up in the corner there. How you like oh, that? Yeah, I see that. I like the apple. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm all good. Yeah. Yeah. What's you? Uh, well, a lot of things are up with me. I um, my wife is away at school, right, for a two week course. She's gone, so I'm home alone with the boys and a mother in law in the basement apartment that is um, going through cancer treatment, right? So, on top oh. of all that, I catch COVID, right? I caught COVID. The mother-in-law caught, uh, got positive for COVID. The kid, one of the kids, got sick. He didn't get COVID, but he got sick. So my the last week and a half of my life has been a fucking goddamn shit show, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I can, I can understand that, huh? Yeah, that sounds that sounds rough. Yeah, and there's no friggin' combat sports on TV for for me to even watch. I'm stuck home all all day long, all day every day, quarantining, and there's no fucking fights on TV. Does not like. KSWs and stuff like that at the moment. I saw like uh, maybe it's later. Yeah, yeah probably no. probably nothing at all. What's new with you? Um, not much, not much actually. Since uh, I mean, quite uh, quite during the the holidays. Um, yeah. Classic, that, you know. Do you, family, do you go? Family do you go? Do you go nuts for uh, like on New Year's? But out where you live, do they go fucking crazy on New Year's and have giant parties and fireworks and all that, all that kind of shit? Or is that like? I, I was at a party during New Year's, but uh, yeah, it was it was a bit weird. But yeah, uh, but yeah, there was fireworks everywhere. Like people blowing up stuff, especially in the countryside. Yeah, everyone's just hugging and kissing on each other and passing yeah. passing the covids in each other's <laughs> fucking mouths and shit. I guess everyone, <laughs> yeah, everyone was was uh, somewhere at New Year's, uh, I think, but not only in France, I guess. Well, dude, you uh, we haven't been on here in a couple weeks. Um, this was a spur of the moment thing here. Why don't we talk about since we're in a brand new year? It's 2022 now. We are out of 2021 um yeah crazy <laughs> yeah we're out of 2021 uh they're they're about to start kicking events off this weekend 
why don't we first of all start talking about some of these champions and what i wanted to do with you because this is always a fun conversation we'll just go through each weight class real quick talk about who's the champ um what they got coming up for themselves and and do you think that they will still hold the title at the end of this year and if not who do you think will hold it we'll start right off with uh the ufc heavyweight champion you want to, you want to start uh, with the okay i thought we said start with the ladies for for politeness but okay okay, okay. <laughs> for the politeness big ones, the big boys. <laughs> let's start with the big boys oh, first yeah you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> let's start with the big boys. Francis Ngannou, dude. Francis Ngannou is a big, bad, scary friggin' man. He mm. is, uh, you know, six foot five, two hundred and sixty pounds of freaking granite. Hits like Mus a truck. Muscles, no, muscles. no fat. <laughs> yeah, muscles on top of muscles. He destroyed Stipe um, to take that title, and now he takes a five-fight win streak into a former training partner, Cyril Gunn um at the first pay-per-view of the year how do you see that fight happening and past that fight um who who are some of the names in the heavyweight division that you think may actually make a run at one of those two guys depending on who takes that title okay so first of all um so we we have francis that comes from when did you fought Stipe? when was that Francis. It seems like it was forever ago, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it feels was, like it was. He fought Stipe back. Wow, March twenty twenty one. Okay, March twenty twenty one. Wow. Yeah, almost. You know, ten months ago, he hasn't fought in ten months. Yeah, it, it feels it feels even uh, longer than that. I don't know why, but um, yeah. So so he's coming from ten months without fighting, which is um, in the past it would it would seem a lot because when you think about like the. The big years of Matthews when he was fighting nine times a year, and uh, and by the way, that's something I was thinking earlier. But uh, uh, those guys were fighting all the time. Like those guys were fighting ten times a year. When when a busy fighter today will fight three or four times a year, like Cole right. uh, But yeah, he didn't front since, front since a year. Uh, so obviously he's not uh, stalling. He's probably training hard and stuff. But. And, and I think he he, he he trains with Rico Verhoeven or who's the mm -hmm. guy he 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 hired like really high talented striker guy to to, to sharpen his technique. Um, so yeah, like he's he, he, you can see already the changes as well in his style with the last TP fight. So that's gonna be a tough fight for Cyril. I love Cyril, you know you know uh, he's he's my favorite on that. He got half of the belts if you can call it like that with the with the interim. The interim, yeah um he's highly technical i think he's more technical than francis but francis showed a lot of improvement so it's interesting may he may he be able to to catch him uh about cyril's chin for example uh because people were talking about that uh during the the, the you know the preparation of the fight and they were saying like what what's what are the ups and downs they were saying we don't know about uh Cyril's chin but he took some heavy shots from um Rosenstroik and so and I think he took a big shot from Luis as well mm -hmm. um so he can handle a big shot like those guys hit hard like maybe not as hard as as Francis but they still though hit hard um who do you think I, hits who do you think hits harder Francis or uh the Black Beast uh i don't know they didn't try the power cube on 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 derek lewis i'll tell you right now man derek lewis hit uh chris Dawkins a couple weeks ago 
Yeah. My man, oh, I'll tell you right now, up. he hit him with like a little short uppercut yeah. against the cage. Didn't even look like he really wound up on that thing. He just not, hit him, boom. He's not the only one that hits like, I mean, tied to Ibasa, like, bam, bam. Which like, is oh, it's funny yeah. that you say that because they have booked that fight. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, They're, yeah. The whole... I don't understand. <laughs> see, I don't understand rankings. I don't understand what the hell they even have rankings for because they got yeah. Derek Lewis ranked number three. You got Tai Tuivasa ranked number eleven. Uh, and... Derek Lewis is number three. What? What is my uh, rankings? Uh, uh, I got MMA World's rankings and I got uh, Stipe ranked number three. Uh, what I'm looking at here. I must be on, on the. On the... I don't know. Let's see on the UFC on the UFC rankings. You oh, got, it's the oh, it's the official. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So UFC rankings, you got Cyril Gaon number one interim champion. You got Stipe Miocic two, Derek three, Blades four, Vol uh, Volkov five, and so on, all the way down to Tai Tuivasa at at the number eleven spot. Now Tai, yeah, he's he's a needle mover. He uh, he's definitely an interesting uh, character. We all love Taito Ivasa and his shoeies and all that stuff. But for him to um to get a shot at Derek Lewis is a huge huge step up for him. That's, I think that's uh, impressive. That that shows that the UFC wants to push the star power of Ty. Yeah, uh, that proves that he got a star power as well. He does have stuff, and you know what? He's a he's a he's a smart cat too. Because he, um, do you see what he did? He, uh, what the hell is it called? It's the, it's the uh, the the shoey. He he like yeah, in, the shoe. Yeah, yeah. That's it's things. like a, it's something that like you stick a beer in it and like you turn it and you fucking. It's almost like yeah, a yeah. beer funnel, but it's a shoe. So, man, he's smart. He's he's marketing his uh, Aussie drinking habits and, and making money off of it so yeah and he, he got something um and because of his origins and his way of style like uh he can uh like compare it to mark hunt uh and he got as well something of um of the early old school ufc in him you know the the whole shoe thing with the beer and stuff reminds me of the guy you know with the ufc painting on the head things like ah you know like, <laughs> <laughs> the just bleed dude yeah yeah it's, it's this kind of vibes of old school yes that, that i think a lot of people like in him maybe like he's genuine he's genuine yeah. old school he, fighter he's very he's very very likable he's a cool dude so with that said man you got here's what you got going on right now in the heavyweight division you got francis fighting cyril gone january 22nd at usc 270 yeah then you yeah, got yeah. Derek lewis at number three fighting um so maybe we'll talk about the pronostic of this fight later when we talk about the next card. Yeah, you got Derek Lewis. Um, I guess I guess what I, I'm wondering what's taking so long to book Stipe Miocic a fight. I'm assuming they're waiting for this Francis Cyrilgon fight to play out, or maybe a John Jones pops in there in like the April. Yeah, that's, that's John Jones than, said that he was respectful as well for for Stipe. No one talks about him or. It's like he's gone. It is. It's like he's gone. You got you got Jardino and Rosenstrike. You got Chris Dawkins. Those guys are coming off losses. Um, yeah. So with that, so with that said, we'll talk about the Cyril Gun and Ganu fight a little later in in depth. But do you? You can tell me why later. Who yeah, do you yeah. see? Uh, do you see Francis defending his title and keeping it? Hmm. <laughs> 
that's that's one of the hardest, um, like tightest possible matchup you can make in any title shots. Uh, and they know each other. Class. They know, they each, know other each other very well. They spar together. Uh, it's team uh, former uh, MMA factory versus new uh, dog of the MMA factory. So there, there is a clash. There is a story behind. I, I, I got Cyril, but it's it's hard. It's definitely hard. But I got Cyril. You know, I believe. I believe. Achieve, believe, conceive. Oh, no, it's the... <laughs> Achieve, believe, conceive. Shut the fuck up. Um, I'm a samurai. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and do you... So you got Cyril gone uh, taking that fight. Do you see any guys in Kofi. that top 10 that could take it from him? And do you see him finishing out the year as the champion? Let's just do that. Uh, you got some tight guys in the division still. I mean, you got John Jones coming up. We don't know. That's a, that's a, a bit of mystery around that. Um, you have John Jones. You got Stipe, like Stipe, we just talked about. There. Uh, and Stipe is like, like you can't count him out because he got knocked out. Like he proved the first fight. He, he could beat intelligently uh, Francis. Um, he, he's a smart fighter. He's, he's really tough. He's really highly technical. Um, he, he definitely not out of the the picture. I don't know why people are like kind of like even ignoring him. You still have Derek Lewis just coming out of a crazy knockout, so obviously maybe maybe can figure out something. But I I don't know. I don't feel him being necessarily more danger to 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 Cyril or Francis than he was before. Yeah. I would be curious to see a rematch with Francis, but I'm a bit scared uh, in a way as well. <laughs> Obviously. All right. Gun to the head. Who has the title of heavyweight champion at the end of 2022? And we'll move on to I don't know because you still have like guys like, for example, Thomas Pinal that is coming up, that is like looking a lot like uh, Cyril in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, he's on a seven-fight win streak, too. Ask him all this. So he's I want beast. to say Cyril, but there is guys in it that, like, um, yeah, Aspinall is there. Uh, Trivasa is going up. Maybe he beats uh, uh, Luis, and he's more technical than Luis. He's faster. He's, um, he's a bit craftier in his punches and stuff, so uh, uh, he could be dangerous as well. Um, yeah, I see, I see Cyril. There you go. Dominant. Now let's move on to the light heavyweight. The light heavyweight division. With the old man himself, well, Father Time has not caught up to Glover Teixeira because he looks better than ever. Uh, I think he's 44 years old. I don't know what, off the top of my head. I have to look it up. <laughs> but yeah. but um, Glover Teixeira, he's on a six-fight win streak. He wins that title. He looks better than ever. You got no fight for him lined up right now. Uh, Yuri Prochaska. Is the guy that Prohaska, he's probably the guy that they should book him to fight, right? He's got nothing lined up either. You got um Jan Blahovich and Alexander Radic fighting each other uh at uh fight night 205. Rakic is a beast, yeah. And how how much win streak is as well himself? Like, uh, Yuri, uh, Yuri's on a oh, oh, Radic, yeah. He's on a two-fight win streak. You oh, got okay. A, okay. So, yeah, I thought it was more. Sorry. Yuri is on a 12-fight win streak, and yeah, that kid yeah. is a fucking beast. So, Glover Teixeira... He did the fight in Japan. Yep, he did. Against he was, some, I, some washed-up 
Over, you know, like for example, he, he, in this fight, you have uh, what's his name again? He did the ultimate fighter, uh, former UFC fighter that he knocked out. Yeah, he uh, fought. Um, he well, he, I again? know he fought King Mo, but he also fought um, CB Dalloway. Yeah. CB Dalloway, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, also yeah. beat up uh, Fabiano Maldonado. So but it's not it's not the the same quality of like no. I mean, that was CB old CB right 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 I will give you that but he mm. did come into the UFC and they immediately threw him in there with Vulcan uh, Vulcan Uzdemir and he knocked out Uzdemir oh, I don't even his qualities yeah then yeah, they, just, the, just the win streak yeah yeah so. and then they gave him Dominic Reyes and he yeah. fucked up Dominic Reyes oh you he know destroyed what I mean? him yeah. yeah yeah he destroyed he had, him he had some moments uh, because of his style uh, but that will be less a problem with Glover. But because yeah. of his, uh, I mean, I say that, but he might get caught by one of those nasty hooks that uh, Glover can put, because right. he tends to to be quite flatline <coughs> with his head, and, and took some heavy shots by by uh, Reyes and got rocked. I so, look, uh, I look, I look way down in this division now. I, I it's it, it's it's really these divisions when you when you look at their rankings, yeah, um, there really are. They're they're ranked pretty correctly, man. Because t champion through five in each division are kind of in like a league of their own compared to everybody from six down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah they got yeah, them yeah. ranked right. I don't see anybody past number six. Magomed Ankalov could be a dark horse. Oh. He's oh, a yeah. bad he's boy. A beast. He's he terrifying. He's and he's fighting Tiago Santo uh, Santos at fight night two hundred three. Um, Johnny Walker has a fight coming up against, uh, who the fuck is he? <laughs> he's fighting Jamal Hill. Yeah. But, oh, that's uh, a good fight. the only guys that are not booked right now in the top 10 is Anthony Smith. Who's on a three fight win streak. He's looked pretty good. Yuri. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, Dominic Reyes and Vulcan Uzdemir. They're not going to give Uzdemir or Dominic Reyes a title shot. Cause they're both coming off losses. Nikila Krylov's coming off a loss. So yeah. Yuri is the only one that makes sense right now for Glover to share. They should go ahead and book that one. Now, say they book that. Do you see Glover beating Yuri Prochaska? It's even worse nearly than the the, the Enganu Gan fight. Like at least I can more confidently say that Gan is gonna win this one. But like what about this one? It's it's just Jiri himself is uh how to say that's um negating all odds because he's so unorthodox and weird in his style that you can't can't you can't you can't really think about uh anything technique wise you know like i mean um i think glover got chances definitely but um jiri's is yeah he's a different animal like uh, we, we haven't seen a guy like that since a while i think yep he's 15 years younger yeah he's six foot four he but the ranch like you said, he has unorthodox movements, a lot That's of spinning. Yeah, yeah, very efficient. But, yeah. you know, he throws from weird angles, a lot of spinning shit, a lot of elbows, spinning back fists. The little moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a lot of, yeah, he does a lot of the fucking play around shit to try to so, throw, throw you off. Glover being, <laughs> Glover. His hair like <laughs> yeah. Glover being the seasoned veteran, though, doesn't fall for a lot of that shit. He's yeah, about the most yeah. technical guy 
in that division. Like Glover is as technical as it gets with everything. He How boxes. Who is this guy? This guy was fighting in 2005. In Dude, he K was fucking K Randy Couture's number one training partner in 2001. Yeah, yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> you know what I mean? crazy. 20 years ago, he was the man. Dana that was White's pre-Zufa. Right. He was the man. <laughs> yeah. He was the man that was sharpening Randy Couture's tools up. You know what I mean? Back when Randy was in his championship days. And now yeah. 20 years later, he's holding the fucking strap and he's fighting all these young kids, man. So I I see it the same way you do. I don't I, I love Glover Teixeira, but I don't see him beating Yuri. I, I don't. I got Jerry uh, as a as a favorite, even if Glover is so surprising. I I had technically uh, um, Thiago Santos as a favorite against him. Uh, mm -hmm. I had Jan against a favorite against him, and every time he proves me wrong. So I don't want to say anymore. You know something about that. It's <laughs> it's tough to bet against the old man for sure. Now and in, I'm happy, in... and I, I I'm happy he proved me wrong because I, I love this guy. Really cool. And the other two guys that I think I think it's really a four-person race. I mean, it's a it's a three-man three-man race to see who fights Glover. It's, it's 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 Jan Jan versus Alexander Raddick. They're fighting uh, at Fight Night two hundred five. The winner of that could fight Glover, or they can just book the Jiri one. So, with that said, end of twenty twenty two. Who holds the light heavyweight strap? Glover, Jan, Yuri, Alexander, Anthony Smith, Thiago Santos, Magomed Ankalov. Who you got? Oh, uh, yeah, I agree with you that past top six, um, they don't make sense. I don't see them, except for Paul Craig. Paul Craig. Paul, yeah, Paul Craig is a, is a surprise, too. Yeah, but he, didn't, he, didn't, didn't he just say like he plans on retiring from MMA in 2022? I no, thought I saw really? some. Yeah. It was a. I want to say I saw that somewhere. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm fucking making shit up. I, in hope, my head. I hope you are. I love to see the, this guy compete like him a bit more. He's, he's great. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like Uncle Ave's chances because he's, he's, he's so scary. He's powerful um, as hell, yeah. And he got a bit of. He got everything. Like, he got everything. This guy is, is like a machine. Uh, to be fair, passing Thiago Santos is going to be hard. But. Uh, I do think uh, Rakic that Rakic got chances as well. Uh, I, I like Rakic as well. Really, really technical. Um, too cautious sometimes, uh, but really technical. Uh, oh, that's that's hard that you make me say no. I don't know, Jiri. Jiri, let's say Jiri. I, Jiri? I believe in the antenna. Uh, let's All right. So my, my choice for 2022, end of the year, light heavyweight champion, I think... I'm going with Alexander Reddick. I think he'll end up, I think Yuri will end up taking the title from Glover. Uh, I mm. think Raddick beats uh, Jan Blahovich and then oh. Yuri and Raddick down the road fight each other and Alexander takes it. Number that's, that's really tight though, and yeah, I think it's we very would tight. Be wrong, both <laughs> right, and like, and, and uh, like you said, Magomed Ankalov, if he if he gets through it, Tiago Santos. I think he jumps from six all the way up to four. I think he he jumps Anthony Smith. He 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 finds himself in the top five, and Ankalov could be with an eight fight win streak if he beats Tiago Tiago Santos in impressive fashion. Say he knocks out Santos, which I don't know if he will, but 
Say he knocks out Santos and he's on an eight fight win streak and he finds himself in the top five, he could be in a title picture. You know what I mean? Absolutely. 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 Uh, and, and he's starting to draw something with the, the, the fights with uh, Kutelaba. Kutelaba, he, he, I don't say like he draws high star power, but he's like he's, he's kind of a big name anyway and he, he molds him like nothing. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Number. Three top. Dominic Reyes. <laughs> Dominic Reyes, yeah. That's, that's I, a, I wonder if Dominic Reyes still has still has him, and he's taking some beatings. I don't but... know. He took too much of my age, I think. Yeah, but, let's go. Yeah. Let's go to the middle. Let's go to the, like, Israel Adesanya is kind of. It's kind of, I mean, him. It's. I think him and Usman are about. Oh no, never mind. Valentina Shevchenko. Mm, mm. Now Israel Adesanya yeah. is about to fight Robert Whitaker at UFC 271. They're running that back. He beat the living breaks off of freaking Robert Whitaker the first time they fought. Made it look pretty damn easy. Yeah. Robert Whitaker has turned it around, and he has gone on a three-fight win streak and looked really good. Can, can you recapitulate me just who he beats during those fights? All right. Um, let me, let me show. He has beaten. Uh, he has beaten Darren Till. By unanimous decision, yeah, yeah, I Jared Cannonier by unanimous decision, and Calvin Gastelum by unanimous decision. All yeah, three. that was he, good fights, and that was dominance. He has them. one thing about Robert Whitaker doesn't really finish people. I mean, he has nine knockouts in his in his career, but they all came early. In his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. In his last seven fights. He has gone the distance in five of them, won them all by decision, mm. and then he got not in in the middle there. He got knocked out by Israel Adesanya in the second round of their fight, and Israel, like I said, looked like he was in a different class than Robert in that fight. Now you got Israel Adesanya fighting Robert Whitaker. You got Marvin Vittori sitting there at number two. Yes, yeah, the eventual Marvin Vittori for his pick of the year. Who's that? Big Ben picked who? Yeah, he picked Marvin Vettori for the for the title. Uh, oh, for the there you go. The end of the year. Dude, I love I I love Marvin Vettori, but I like him. But uh, yeah, it, he, but you got uh, you also got blonde Derek Bronson. Uh, Derek blonde Bronson is a is a problem for these guys. Um, Bronson's yeah, fight. Yeah. yeah, blonde Bronson is is uh is fighting Jared Cannonier. Paulo Costa sitting there at number five, coming off a loss to Marvin Vittori and yeah. Jack Hermanson and my psychopath, <laughs> my psychopathic dark horse of this division, Mister Sean Strickland, who loves to get to as close to death as possible every time he steps into a cage. Right, friends, his friends <laughs> He's a fucking lunatic. Sean Strickland is an absolute psychopath. And yeah, I love yeah. that about him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that, that I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, like we we find out that he he got like tons of human bodies in his in his thing, and, and <laughs> he's buried in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> so Israel Adesanya. Like so Adesanya versus Whitaker too. Who you got taking that? Uh, Israel. Israel. I can't bet against Israel. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Israel. I love you... I love Robert, and he's amazing. But uh, he's not all young, and uh, you know. But now, after the Peña fight, uh, she made me reconsider everything about MMA ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, maybe catching, you know, he, he's in the guards of, of and Adesanya is on top of him and he's Kimura 
out of him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he taps. <laughs> Crazy. I don't know. So, so you got, so, and, and I agree with you. I got Israel beating Robert Whitaker again, yeah. keeping his title for, it'll be his fourth defense if he does that. Um, then what? You got Cannoneer versus Brunson. You got Strickland yeah. versus Hermanson lined up. Paulo Costa just lost to Marvin Vittori. Everybody after number seven down, I don't even consider them in the conversation. Darren Till, no offense. Uh, Till, Uriah Hall, Kelvin Gastel, and Brad Tavares. None of those guys. Nasruddin. Aha. Nasruddin. Yeah. Because he's freaking, freaking uh, amazing. Like, I think he's top five material easily. So. And then you got uh, the, the, Kevin Holland. At the end Ke- of 2022, it will be too early for him to get to the title picture. That's it. But otherwise, I think he gets in 2023 in the title picture if everything goes right. Okay. All right. So next year, we'll be talking about him. <laughs> I hope at so. the end of this year, has anybody dethroned Israel Adesanya? Uh, no. No. And you know what, man? I'm going to click on this because I don't remember when he won that title. If he goes another year... With that yeah. belt, he won the title in October 6, 2019 from Robert Whitaker. If he goes another year, dude, that's three years. That's that's a solid th- – that's over three years as the reigning champion of the middleweight but division. It's three years in 2022 uh, equivalent as three years in uh, no. 2002. Absolutely not, because like you said earlier, those guys back in 2001, 2002, 2003, they're fighting six, seven, eight times a year. These guys, if we see Israel twice this year, we'll be we'll be very lucky. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dricus Duplessis. Sorry, Big Ben just said Dricus Duplessis. Yeah, he's he's up and coming. That's right. That's right. That's he's he's a fucking beast. Yeah. Where is he even ranked? He's not even ranked, though. Uh, I don't think so. So, yeah, yeah. it's it's good to hear some up-and-coming names, you know, coming around. Everyone Remember last year, everybody thought Edmund Shabazian was going to be a fucking major player, but he fell right off, too. So, yeah. So, that's it, man. So, yeah, Israel. Israel Adesanya remains the champion at the end of this year. If anybody does... Uh, Bronson wins if they if they fight again. Bronson wins if he fights Israel. Is that what? That's coming from uh, my boy Mike Hunold, I believe. Uh, so yeah, 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 definitely because it's your page. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so uh, all right. Well, I mean, I, if if Derek Bronson beats Jared Cannonier and and he gets in there with Israel Adesanya, that would be a very interesting one, especially if he shows up blonde Bronson. No, no doubt about it. <laughs> Anything can happen, but I still see Israel as a as a favorite on this one. Bronson stands like this all the time. <laughs> <He's a ball>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go. Number. Let's go uh, to the welterweight. Wel- welterweight division, uh, dude. Is it the same story as we just talked about with Israel Adesanya? Does anybody dethrone Kamaru Usman this year? He's on a fucking 19-fight win streak. He's defended his title five times. He's had two very close fights with Kobe Covington. He's basically beat everybody in the top ten now. He, I don't, he hasn't fought Bilal Muhammad. Um, yeah, yeah. Sean Brady is a very interesting Leon one. Since Leon Edwards became really relevant. When he fought Leon Edwards, it was ages ago. It was like six years ago or seven years ago. 
So yeah. that's you can't you can even consider Leon Edwards as somebody he never really fought because it's not even the same fighter anymore. Man, you go you go back four years. You go back four years ago when he okay, go all the way back to Leon Edwards. That was six <laughs> six years ago. Yeah. He has beaten guys by like with the names of Leon Edwards, Sean Strickland, Emil Mech, Damian Maya, Rafael Dos Anjos, Tyron Woodley, Kobe Covington, Jorge Masvidal, Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal, Kobe Covington. This guy really is in the conversation as one of the best welterweights of all time, without question. If he goes another year without being defeated and carries this title through 2022 the it's a real sit down and talk about a conversation with him and gsp as as the best welterweight of all time uh, yeah honestly because if he beats okay say they don't it's funny because if you look at the top <laughs> dude, if you look at the top 15 of the welterweight division they don't have a single fight booked not one nothing so uh, all the top 15s of the welterweights, none of them have a fight. I, I'm looking at it right now. As of this moment, right That's now, crazy. nobody is booked for anything. You got Kamzat Shemaev sitting there at number 11. You got Sean yeah, Brady. I love Sean Brady. Sean, Sean Brady, Brady at, at number nine. He's good. That boy is a bad boy, and he's on a 15 fight win streak. Mike Kitsa just... that got caught stupidly, but okay, That's a shame. I, 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 I was so much hoping that that Michael Kessa was going up. Uh, yeah, Kessa. Yeah, Michael Kessa. And Michael Chiesa uh, made himself look like a fucking dummy at the uh, Pena. Oh fight. yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ, dude! Can you fucking get a, Come on, get a hold of yourself. Yeah, he was fucking drunk as hell. But uh, like Pena said, uh, like she defended him well, saying like that. That's been since ten years they trained together and stuff, and finally seeing her winning that made, uh, made him flip out. All right, so let's just but, do yeah. this. Since mm -hmm. there's no fights booked, and Kamara Usman is, you know. Mm top two a welterweight yeah. of all time they don't make the kobe fight again not, not for yet. now not but right that, now that should happen because uh, for yeah. me the last fight that was so close it could even have went to kobe so here's what's going to happen gilbert burns and kamzat chemaev have verbally agreed to fight each other yes but uh, there has not been a contract the ufc has not yeah. booked that fight or anything but if they get number 11 chemaev Versus number two Gilbert Burns and Kamzat Jamaya. Really? Because I thought uh, with each other. Say the, he didn't want it because he was too low ranking. Didn't no, no. That? This was in the last couple of days. They were okay. tweeting back and forth with each other, and they said, "Let's do it. Let's get the contract." That's pretty, that's pretty stupid. From ah, uh, no, no. Okay, I can understand from Gilbert if he beats him. That's a big star power thing, but uh, that's that's dangerous <laughs> because he's a number eleven Kamzat. So yeah. So. Kamzat beats okay, just just theoretically, Gilbert Burns and Kamzat fight. Shemayev beats him. Is he the guy that knocks off Kamaru Usman? Uh, you mean if if uh, Gilbert Burns fights, uh, if Gilbert Kamzat Burns and loses, and yep, if, if he gets a title picture right away, if Shemayev beats the number two ranked Gilbert Burns. And he impresses the way he has been this whole time in Ragdoll's freaking Gilbert Burns. Not saying he will, but if he does, yeah, yeah, if, does if he, he really like destroys him like like a baby, 
I does, think does he immediately does he immediately skyrocket up the rankings and get that title shot against Kamara Usman? Eventually, if he really does that that dominantly, yes. Otherwise, he'll he'll have to go through Colby, I think. Because honestly, dude, when I look at this top fifteen in the in the the current top fifteen in the UFC welterweight division, I don't see any of them. I don't see Bilal Muhammad beating him. I don't really? see. I don't see Bilal Muhammad beating Kamar Usman. I don't. Oh, I don't. okay. I thought you meant uh, Hamza Chimaev. No, no, no. I don't. I, I don't see Sean Brady beating Usman yet. Uh, Magny will never get in that title shot. Stephen Thompson won't get in there. Mm, Magny is crafty. No he is reason. crafty, but I'm saying they'll ne- they'll never they're not going to put him in a title fight. No way. No, 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 no. So what it comes like, down to, to is fight. a third Kobe fight, which they're not going to do right now. Gilbert Burns, mm. and if Gilbert Burns fights Kamza, it's Kamza. So, but they they will do the Leon Edwards fight, right? First of all, with Leon versus uh, Kamaru. Yeah, come on. He's- it's been too long. They 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 can't like uh, they, yeah six years. Edward they fought face. six years ago, and they yeah. tried to book that a couple times, right? Yeah, the, I guess for for keeping waiting, Usman, uh, they they're gonna do the Leon Edwards fight, and a lot of people start to asking for it, uh, because I mean they they realize that Edwards is being like ignored. So I, th- right. I think I think there is chances we we might see that, and I I hope so because I mean come on, but it's fair. So yeah, that makes sense. So in the meantime, right now, right, Kobe's on the shelf because mm-hmm. he just he just lost. I don't Burns know what and, happens for him, but uh, Burns and Chimaya fight, and in the meantime, Camaro defends his title against Leon Edwards. Does he beat Leon Edwards again? Hmm. I mean, Edwards changed a lot. I mean, I like his chances, at least. Yeah. It's not... That's what I wanted to say at first when you said another one like Adesanya. I mean, actually, there is more competition. Yeah, there's... For Usman. First of all, there is still Colby. That is... I mean, even if he just came off a loss, uh, technically, just in in technical term, he's still a a high contender for for his belt. And he proved it. Uh, Gilbert Dunn is tough as well. Uh, <clears throat> Edwards, you got uh, Vincente Luque. Vincente uh, Luque, he's on a four fight win streak, too. He's, yep. he's nasty, he can, he, can do, he can surprise a lot of people there. Bilal Mohamed, uh, he's, he's quite tough as well. He's strong wrestling, but I don't see him beating Usman, though. I see him beating other people, but not Usman. Um, but Game I don't break. want to demeanor him. I think he's he's even like a bit underrated. Uh, I think he's he's a really potent fighter. He likes a bit maybe a, um, on the striking level. Uh, and he, I think he would suffer uh, with Osman in, in that regard because he wouldn't be able to take him down. I don't think in any world uh, Muhammad is a better wrestler than Colby. And I don't think he ever put down uh, Osman. And I think Osman just blasted him. Blasted him with with the punches. I, um, I agree. 100%. And for the rest, I mean, Jorge, Stephen Bonderboy, Nimani, as you said, Sean Brazi, Kiesa, Chimaev is the only one, obviously. Big Ben's got a few names. He's got uh, Rachmanov and Ponzinibbio. Ponzinibbio? No, come on, not Ponzinibbio. No, I don't see him. Uh, I think Ponzinibbio, like two years ago, might have been in the conversation, maybe yeah, two yeah, years ago, but not right now. His time is past. So, uh, Let's let's uh let's finish this one up. 
Yep. Does he finish the year as the champion? No, but I won't say by who. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I would go ahead and say that if, uh, if, if he beats Leon Edwards and uh, Chimaya beats Burns, we got ourselves a hell of a title fight later on in the year. Hamzat Chimaya versus Kamara Usman, and that might be the day that he loses his title. I want, I, I want to see. I want to see fighting upper ranks. Yeah, he needs. Uh, and for, uh, I don't say that. How about how about a like, Chimaya versus? Do, but uh, I want to see. I want to see like what he's made of really against like real, real right. top ten. Because what he did to uh, Lee, whatever the the the, uh, the Chinese dude man, he made him look like a real fool. <laughs> Lee Jingyang. Yeah, he was uh, carrying him around, talking to Uncle Dana yeah, while he was doing yeah, it. Was it was fucking nuts. All right, let's. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and say that Usman keeps the title throughout the year. Move on to lightweight Charles Dubronx Oliveira, ten fight win streak, defended his title once. He uh, he just beat Dustin Poirier. The guy is the real deal, man. He has proven to everybody that he could take a shot. He can get beat up a little bit and then persevere and come back and win the win yeah. the fights. Yeah, um, absolutely, man. It's it's looking like Dubronx is gonna end up fighting Justin Gaethje. They got all that Conor McGregor talk that fucking always seems to get drummed up. I cannot even believe that Conor's name is even oh, being yeah. brought up. Oh yeah, I told you, I told you. <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now, dude. Conor is a problem for oh, for uh, for Dubronx if they do fight because yes. Dubronx showed that he can get hit. In those last few fights, he has taken shots from Chandler and um, from Dustin Poirier, and we all know that Connor just hits a little bit harder than most of these just, guys. Just a little bit. Just, just a little, a little bit. bit. That's enough. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I love this. I'm, uh, I mean, that's always have been my favorite weight class, lightweight, uh, because it's so tight. Man, look at this top fifteen. The everyone tough. could be champion potentially uh, at some point. I mean, not everyone, but most of Dude, them. even all the way down to like Gregor Gillespie at 10 and Rafael Faziev at number 11. Uh, Brad Rizzo like, even. Like, I mean, he just lost to Faziev, but he showed that he was that close. Brad Riddle, yeah, Rydell. Um, but you got Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, Benil Dariush, and Islam Makachev are fighting each other at... at I think it's February something, uh, fight night 202. That, oh my gosh, that is like like a dream. Like, this I, one makes my heart go <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> I love, yes, I love as a as a uh, MMA uh goon, as Big Ben says, we are MMA goons, we love this. shit. Yeah. That's the fight right there that gets me the most excited so far. In 2022, Benil Dariush and Islam Makachev. That is really? a fucking. And if I, if I tell you Charles Oliver Conor McGregor, even 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 for the sports, you 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 like the other one, but this one, it's something a bit, mm, a bit spicy. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think the MMA community does if uh, Conor jumps the line and gets the title fight against Charles Oliver? What over? do you think they do? Cry and oh whine. My God, dude. Oh my God. Didn't Justin Gaethje said he'll fucking quit 
if he if that happens. Didn't he say I'll walk or something like that? I don't know, man. But just <laughs> but, just, but just just before anything, I, I I like to troll about that. But you know, like I I don't I do not consider it's fair if Connor gets a title shot. Indeed, but uh, as a fan, you know, like I'm kind of happy. So <laughs> it's like listen listen to fucking Gaethje's last three years, man. Yeah. Uh, knocked out James Vick. Knocked out Edson Barbosa. Knocked out Donald Cerrone. Knocked out James Vick. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who who hasn't? Right? <laughs> knocked out, dude. Knocked out Donald Cerrone. Knocked out Tony Ferguson. Lost to Khabib and then fucking beat Michael Chandler. So yeah. he's got a hell of a resume, and I believe even though he only is on a one fight win streak because he lost to Khabib, he lost to Khabib. So. Gaethje should get that title fight. Um, I don't think he beats Charles Oliveira, to be honest with you. I I don't. I don't think he knocks him out. I think Oliveira's ground game and his jujitsu is just so much better than everybody else. Yeah, and Gaethje showed some weakness in the jujitsu level. Right, and, so, and, and some pretension to be submitted, especially by rear naked shocks, which is a problem. Because I mean, Charles is basically one of the best guys to reality choke you anytime, anywhere. So, did, did you see Gregor Gillespie call out Tony Ferguson? Uh, yeah, I think I saw that. I thought That's it was fan- th- fantastic. He was like, he went on his social media and he was like, Tony, you're calling out Michael Chandler because it's wrestling season. He goes, I'm the fucking wrestler. He goes, I beat the shit out of Michael Chandler in college. I fucking wrestle. Michael Chandler don't wrestle. You want to call out a wrestler? You want to call it fucking wrestling season? You fight me, motherfucker. I was like. Yeah. yeah, The, <laughs> the guy's crazy. I, I, I like Gillespie. Like, he's cool. Like He's a cool dude. Yeah, and he's only got that one loss where, who was it? Uh, Motown, right? Didn't Kevin Lee knock him out cold? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's his only loss. He's 14 and one, and he got knocked out by by Motown. And Kevin um, Lee's gonna fight uh, for he's gonna f- Eagle. Oh, he, he's fighting for Eagle FC. He's, he's not fighting uh who who is he fighting again? Kevin Lee? Yeah. I don't know who he's fighting. I know he's fighting for um Khabib's company. He's fighting yeah. for for Eagle FC. Does I, he I thought a... he was fighting some kind of old famous guy like from the UFC or something like that. Eagle yeah. FC has announced Lee has signed to a four fight contract. His debut is happening March eleventh at one hundred and sixty five pounds. Doesn't say a title. It, I mean, doesn't it, say a name. He signed as well. Um, what's his name? Former champ, uh, Rashad Evans. <laughs> he did. Yeah, did they he? they signed they signed Rashad. Oh my God! Really? Crazy. Needs yeah, he's off the. Leo, take he, care. Take care, Big Ben. He's off the uh, Yeah, Mike says bad KO too. <laughs> you remember when uh Oliver? I mean, um, when he when he head kicked Gillespie, man, Gillespie's lights were out before yeah. he even hit the floor. His he he shut the world off. That could day. happen to anyone a kick like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody can get knocked out. But dude, Kevin Lee, I'm looking at his record, man. For a guy that Khabib signed and says is going to be, you know, our first 165-pound champion, the best 165-pound fighter in the world, this fucking dude is two in five in his last seven fights and Mm -hmm. has been triangle choked, doctor stopped, uh, beat by decision, arm triangle choked, head kick knocked out. 
guillotine choked. He's been beaten every single way possible in his last seven fights. I don't know why everyone's yeah. so high on Kevin Lee, man. Because he he he, he got he had the tools. People wonder if he still have them, but uh, I think uh, he had the tools and he was a potent fighter. Uh, and he did some <coughs> great things when he arrived. It was impressive. The only problem is mental. I think it's a bit like uh, OSP, you know. Yeah. Crazy athlete, crazy, ta- crazy talented as well. Uh, but shit, mental. They they crumble like like that. Yeah. So who win? Who uh, who holds the lightweight title at the end of twenty twenty two? Is it Charles Oliveira or is it somebody else? Uh, it, it's somebody else. I think. I think it's somebody else. I love Charles Oliveira. Uh, I feel he, he can be beaten by some of the people that comes. Uh, I don't know if the Conor fight is going to happen, though. Like, he, I think Dana is on the 50-50 position where he wants to do the fight. He's maybe going to do the fight like he did with Poirier and say, like, fuck off is the fight they both want. And uh, and the fans, the fans will like it anyway. It's Conor, so we're just going to do it. Uh, or is he going to be scared of the more hardcore MMA fans that's going to... What what I would love to see happen is for Oliveira and Gaethje to fight, yeah, Benil and Islam to fight, and Connor to come back and take a fight against somebody like Michael Chandler or Rafael dos Anjos or um, or maybe even a Poirier part four. I, I don't think they would ever do that, but Connor to get in there and get a fight done. I want mm. Islam Makachev. I want Benil Darius to win that fight. But if Islam Makachev somehow finds himself in a title fight against Charles Oliveira and then Connor's coming off a win waiting in the waiting in the in the background, can you imagine an Islam Makachev Connor McGregor fight like beginning of 2023 or end of 2022? Uh, yeah, that's that's not the matchup I would like the most for Connor. Right, but there's a lot of story behind it, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. That would be exciting. But, uh, yeah, it will make me. It will give me PTSD. Taking, I mean, we, we wake up my PTSD from uh, the Khabib Connor fight. All right, my choice uh, <laughs> during the fight. <laughs> my choice for lightweight champion at the end of 2022 is Islam Makhachev. Okay, that's that's my guy. I don't particularly like him, and I don't really like their style yeah. of fighting. Honestly, they're so good; they take you down and they just smash you, but. It's just it's basically watching Khabib all over again. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I know. That's why uh, I'm not really too hot about that. But uh, I know, I know he got good chances. Um, I could pick Benil as well. I think he, he got he's actually my favorite in the Islam Dayush fight. Uh, I I, I pick Dayush. So there you go. Um, I don't know if I pick Dayush for being the champion though. Uh, I I think I think Conor may be. Maybe the champion in the so, end of the year. All right, let's leave <laughs> it at that. What? You say Connor, I yeah, say like, Islam. God damn it, I love you, it. You know why? Because it's maybe one of the last time I could maybe ever do. Uh, if if it goes wrong, it's maybe the last time I could ever be able to say that Connor might be the champion in the end of the year. So it's the last <laughs> chance. It's the last Please. hurrah. I mean, <laughs> let's see if he can even make 155 pounds. That motherfucker's huge. Oh yeah, right? yeah, man. He's he's he's, he's fucked. Featherweight, Alexander Volkanovsky was supposed to fight Max Holloway for a third time. Max got hurt. Now they're talking about Chan Sung Jung, the Korean zombie, stepping in. Um, 
Alexander Volkanovsky is good. <laughs> amazingly good. Uh, I do like Korean Zombie. I don't see him beating Alexander Volkanovsky. Um, I would have liked to either see. I would like. I would like to see Josh Emmett over oh. Korean Zombie. Personally, oh, really? I think. I think that Josh Emmett and Volkanovsky would be a phenomenal fight. I think they both have similar styles and it would be a fantastic fight. Not to say that the Korean zombie is not a fantastic fight. Every single time he goes out there, the guy's a freaking monster. Um, but that's who I was hoping they, you know, obviously Brian Ortega and Yair both coming off losses, caters yeah. fighting next week or this weekend against Giga. Um, the number seven and eight guys on this top 10 are, have my eye Arnold Allen and Giga Chikaze. Are like sure the two. That. Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. Giga is a uh, is a mystery uh, for the for the upper ones. I don't know how he would face against uh, against I don't know Yair people like that. It, that. That would be a great fight. I would love to see that Yair Giga. Right, that would be it, amazing. You also got you also got Brace Mitchell at fourteen and zero, who's about to fight Edson Barbosa at oh, UFC yeah, two seventy two. Yeah, yeah. Bryce Mitchell. So what I really love about this division is you know we have our staples that have been there forever you got you know one through five everyone knows volk max holloway brian ortega yair uh i don't know whatever happened to zabit he disappeared he's not even on the rankings anymore he's just been out yeah. for so long that they took him off the rankings but then yeah yeah i think he's even out of the ufc now and i'm not sure is he gone uh, i'm not sure 100 percent but i think that he's probably gonna sign with eagle fc yeah, I mean, I love Zabit. I would like to see him. It's a, for 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 once there is Dagestan. He was an ex exciting style. So, I just I I like ranks number seven through fourteen of this division. I fucking yeah, love true, it, through fifteen, through yeah, through fifteen. Oh, yeah, Alex because there Caceres. is Alex Caceres. Come on. Yeah, Bruce Leroy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Bruce Leroy guy, but oh, really? Arnold Adams, Chica. Uh, I mean, uh, Giga. You got Bryce Mitchell. You got um, Shane Burgos down there. Evola. Sodic Yusuf, Super Sodic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yusef. Uh, so, with that said, um, Korean Zombie beat uh, Volk? Uh, yes. Yeah? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I don't know. I feel, I, feel, um, I feel he got tools to, to, be, to beat uh, Volk. I don't I don't say like he's better than Ortega like on 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 the ground for example but he got enough to cause problems and I think he's better in other aspects that might make the difference maybe on the decision or something like that you know for example uh, the year Rodriguez fight he, he was winning all along he got knocked out um uh, he's yeah. good he's good he's smart as winning decisions so I think he he might be able to score points, you know, to 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 do it like that, and uh, I think he got chances that way, maybe. There you go. So use his uh, range. Uh, use. Uh, yeah. So your so your answer for uh, champion by at a, the end by, of the year. Yeah, by a short hair, I, I would say uh, Korean Zombie for this fight, and after as a champion, uh, I mean it's 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 tough. Giga could be champ if he if he fights uh, enough. Because he's number eight, so he needs to fight two times, maybe something like that. Uh, Josh Emmett is in good posture as well, um, and after who knows, maybe uh, maybe uh, Max ends up champion by fighting the winner of uh, Korean Volk. Mm. 
and that would be a possibility. They fight twice in the year, let's say, and the last fight is uh, Holloway. And uh, the Max time wins he, it back. he recovers and waits once Max wins him back. So I would say Max. You know what? I'm going to, I would agree with you there. I, that's my choice. I think that Max by the end of the year gets it back. But I, I also think that Max seriously considers a move up to lightweight. So we'll see oh, what happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens yeah. with him. He's getting older and he's, I mean, I hope I he say, wins the bells before. But, yeah. Right. So Bantamweight. Aljamain is about to fight Peter Yan, UFC 272. After this, this division is crazy, dude. Yeah. You got TJ Dillashaw, Jose Aldo, uh, Corey Sanhagen, Rob Fon, Dwalish Wheelie. Oh my gosh, uh, this guy is tough as well. Dominic Cruz that is coming back. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Cruz. Chito. You know what fights I would make? Marais. These are the fights I would make right now because... Two through eight, they don't have any fights booked. I would book TJ Dillashaw versus Dwellish Wheelie. Okay. okay. Then I would make Jose Aldo versus Dominic Cruz. And that leaves yeah. two guys coming off losses, Corey Sanhagen and Rob Font. I'd, I'd match them up too. I think they're going to keep Dillashaw for, in reserve for fighting for the title. Personally. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, they wouldn't waste uh, him on on um, potential. They want. They, I, I think he still got another star power that they wouldn't want to waste all the rest of his star power on on a fight with Dvalish uh, Vidi that is not that popular. Name, but if you go down Isn't to the, uh, I, I think uh, nine through eleven are all pretty much on their way out the door. Um, Marlon Moraes, Pedro Munoz, and Frankie Edgar. They're kind of like gatekeepers now. Yeah, especially Edgar. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. Sad. Uh, which which is painful to say because we all love Frankie Edgar, but oh, it, it's gosh, it's. Yeah. I mean, he looked so bad in his last fight. It's always a pain in the ass when a um, OG veteran leaves. Yeah, you got and you. I we can't forget about Cheeto Vera at number eight too. So and you got Sean O'Malley at twelve and Ricky Simone at thirteen. Those guys are all fucking serious, man. This is yeah. a crazy division. So yeah. I am. Rafael That's tough people. I think I could say with one hundred percent confidence that Aljamain Sterling will not be the champion by the end of the year. Absolutely, uh, but uh, you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think yeah. I'm just scared. I think about Pena and Nunes maybe. Makes makes my brain weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, do you agree uh, with me? Do you agree with me? Yeah, Aljo, with you, Aljo does. I don't even think Aljo beats Peter Yan when they fight. Um, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Peter Yan go through. I think Peter Yan takes the title back, but then Peter Yan versus TJ Dillashaw is a very interesting fight. A Peter Yan versus uh, Marab fight is really interesting to me too. Um, I would love to see Jose Aldo win a couple more in at 35 years old or 36 years old yeah. get himself in a title shot yeah absolutely 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 uh, legend. A redemption belt for the show a clean belt this time yeah uh yeah sandigan is still there maybe he can recover and upgrade uh, assets uh dominic cruz on the way up as well so you got a lot of veterans still in these stops that's why I, what i like as well about it mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't get Dominic Cruz uh, as champion, but I would like to see that. <laughs> but I think Jose Aldo got chances at the end of the year. I could see him beating Peter Young. 
Honestly. Go. I uh, yeah. I, I I love Aldo in this weight class. I think he has settled into the weight class. He remember he used to struggle to make one forty five. Yeah. And now he easily makes one thirty five, and he looks great in the ring when he when he is at one thirty five. So mm. I say uh, my. My champion at the end of the year, though, is TJ Dillashaw. I'm going to go with TJ Dillashaw. Oh. That's my guy. I, I like that. <laughs> I got TJ Dillashaw ending 2022 as the bantamweight champion in the UFC. If you agree with that. But. Uh, I, I'd like, um, I don't know if he, I will pick TJ as the guy I will pick. The, I, I think he definitely got chances, and, and I would like to see that. I don't know if, uh, I, I would say more Aldo or Yam. Okay. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, he's my first pick, actually. There we go. So, flyweight, Brandon Moreno is about to defend his title against Devison Figueredo at UFC 270. They also have a Kai Car France versus uh, Asar, Askar Askarov yeah. uh, booked. I believe that's a title eliminator. Whoever wins that Car France versus Askarov fight will fight the winner of Brandon Moreno and Devison Figueredo. Everybody else in this division is kind of just like, yeah, it's a bit shallow. Yeah, it's it's. it's how do you say that? A bit like, um, a bit less, a bit less fields. Yeah, right. I I agree with you. I agree. Yeah, I mean, and they have a bunch of fights booked, man. They got uh, and there's uh, a few people I don't even know in the top fifteen, like Sumu Dairji. I don't know who's the yeah. that is. That's that's funny because it's just one name. They got, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got, uh, but they, but they have a bunch. This is one division. They have a bunch of fights booked. They got yeah. Alex Perez fighting Max Chanel. You got, like yeah, you, know, you got Brandon Royvel fighting Rodrigo Montorin. You got, uh, Kai Kara France and Oscar Askarov. Um, so it's like you got Tim Elliott booked to fight Hagar Yulin. Bikov, I don't know who that is, but ah, uh, okay, tough few. okay, okay. I hope Tim Elliott wins. Old so school. basically, in this division, I believe that Askar Askarov is the guy. Okay, that's my guy. End of twenty twenty two, he's the champ. I think Devinson Figueredo takes his belt back from Brendan Moreno at two seventy. Okay, and then. Uh, Askarov, Askarov beats Kaikara France. Kaikara France um, looked great against Cody Garbrandt, but I do think that he's going to lose to Askarov. And at the end of the year, Askar Askarov and Devison Figueredo will fight, and Askar will be the champ. That's my Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I like Kaikara France's chances against Askarov, actually. But uh, I think he's, yeah, Askarov is a beast. But uh, to be fair, Honest, uh, will get. I think the belt is between Moreno and Figueredo at the end of the year. One of okay. them, one of both, uh, have the have the belt. I think. But again, um, yeah, everything's possible. And, you remember when De- when Figueredo won that title, man? He he looked like nobody was going to take that thing from him for a long time. Yeah. And then Brandon Moreno came out of nowhere. I mean, not out of nowhere, but we all knew who Brandon Moreno was, but. I don't think anybody really had him 
honestly beating Devison Figueredo in that yeah, second. Yeah. Like in that second fight when they were running it back, they're like, oh, well, Devison Figueredo was sick in the first fight and he had weight cut problems and blah, 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 blah. He second, looked sicker in the second. He looked gassed and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it turns out maybe maybe Figueredo is more cut out to be a 135 or something. Maybe Brandon Moreno does end, the, end the year mm -hmm. as a champ. But I'm going to stick with Askarov, man. He's my guy. And uh, I, I can understand that. Uh, I, I think he got chances, definitely. Good chances. There you go. So I got Askarov. You got either Moreno or Frigoredo. Yeah. Strawweight. Strawweight, yeah. we got, we got uh, Rose Namajunas. Now, I honestly think this is a four-woman a four conversation and only four women. Rose mm -hmm. Namajunas, Wei Li Zhang. Um, Carla Esparza and Joanna's yeah. coming back. Joanna said she's coming back and she's probably going to fight Wei Lee in a part two of that first fight. And Rose is probably going to fight Carla. come back. I love, I, I love Joanna. Yeah, cool. yeah, I do too. I, I thought she beat Wei Lee in the first one, so yeah, I, yeah. I want that ran back. That but judged, after... uh, that 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 one got judged uh, cosmetically. That's fight. Yes, it did. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If like, her head like, wasn't swelled like the, out. Um, like the GSP uh, fight, GSP uh, Johnny Hendricks. Right, and if you if you just look, just go back and watch that. I that fight's on TV all the time. They play mm -hmm. that. They play the shit out of that fight on ESPN, ESPN two. It's always on. They always have the Wei Lee and Joanna fight because it's an amazing fight. It's probably the best yeah. female fight of all time. Every single time I watch it, I think Joanna won. I th I think she won three out of five easy. Um, she outstruck her by like eighty fucking strikes, and really, what it came down to was that swollen forehead. Yeah, that yeah, is it. Absolutely, absolutely. And even right down to the last ten seconds of the fight, when uh, Joanna hit her with like a spinning back fist and busted her. She eye rocked open. her. She yeah, rocked, rocked her, yeah. her ass in the last ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. I I thought for sure I was. Well, I'm like, man, fucking Joanna did it, and uh, you know. Other than that, you got Marina Rodriguez uh, yeah. coming off a win over over Mackenzie Dern. She's booked to fight. Uh, I can't say this girl's name. Another Chinese fighter. Her name is yeah, Yan Xiaonan. Xiaonan, yeah. Um, Nina Nunes. I, I actually I don't I, I can't remember Nina Nunes, but is she uh, from Ni Nunes family? Yeah, and that, that's Nina Nina Ansaroff. That's uh, remember Amanda Nunes married Nina. And, uh, is it Ansarov, Nina, and and Sarah Ansarov, that's, Nina Ansarov. Okay, yeah. So Nunes' wife. Okay. She's the wife of Amanda Nunes. The she's the one that had the baby. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. Other than you don't, I don't see Tisha Torres or Karate Hadi or Amanda Hebas, yeah. any of them making any kind of real noise in this division. No. It comes down to Rose Whaley, Carla Sparza. Carla Sparza is a tough fight for Rose Nama Yunus. They're gonna book that one. That's gonna Carla has looked great five straight fights she's fucking yeah. strong she's a great wrestler i uh um, i don't like this fight i see a a, a boeing ass domination on the top and and her winning that's, yep. i don't like that but that's the fight that's going to happen next i, I do so. too and i think that she and and maybe i'm an asshole for saying this is the number one problem i have with rose is i don't think her heart is all the way in it all the time yeah when she yeah, said, yeah, that's true. It all depends how she's gonna be mentally in this fight. I mean, you, it's it's it sounds a bit stupid, like hey, that's all the fights like that. But obviously, that's even more factor with Rose. She can be 
when she fucking when she lost the title, when she lost the title, and she said that it was a relief to lose the title. It was it was like a weight off her back that she doesn't have to be the champion anymore. To, yeah. For me, to, for someone to say that, it just really question, makes me question their heart. Or, I mean, their drive in the sport to begin with. Like, you were relieved to not be champion anymore? What the fuck? Who says that? No champion says it's just it. a phase, you know. She maybe just had a breakdown there. I mean, I know she's tend to have some issues. Uh, she she but, also... Uh, yeah, maybe maybe she's good now and she should be dominant again for a while. I honestly think Carla Esparza beats her. Okay. I, I do. I think Carla Esparza is a bad matchup for Rose. I think, like mm. you said, she wrestles her down to the ground and she beats her up on the ground. Carla has a great five straight fights. I think Joanna comes back, gets her second fight with Wei Lee. I have no idea how Joanna Yo- is right now. I don't know, but she's one of my favorite fighters of all time. I think Joanna yeah. ends up with the belt at the end of the year. I like that. <laughs> okay, I go for the same. You know what? I, I love this scenario. But, um, um, yeah, I-, I don't want to d- diminish Rose. I think she got chances as well. For me, it's 50-50 or... Yona Big Ben or... says, Carla, not a chance, Mish. Come on. I don't think you no, have she one. does. She absolutely does. Carla has really sharpened her game in the in recent years, and mm. she is on a five-fight dominant win streak, and she's one of the best wrestlers in the 115-pound division. Is she the can... best women's wrestler in the UFC? That's, that's she, another question. She, she might be. She's, she is a dominant wrestler, but she has also mixed in and gotten much, much better at striking. She's not the yeah. same striker. She's yeah, not the she, same striker. She'd get pissed up if she's tried to strike with Rose. Our striking, I don't think, is on the same level even than Chang Wei. So, no, no, no. I'm not saying, it, but her striking has gotten better. It's not the same yeah. Carla that got her head boxed off against fucking Joanna back in the day. She yeah, can true. actually, I, I, she, she can, can actually use throw that hands. Little striking to actually put her on the ground, and I see that coming often against Rose because I don't think she necessarily have the best takedown defense. And she's beaten four straight really good fighters. Alexa Grasso, yeah. Michelle Watterson, Marina Rodriguez, and Yan Zhaoyan or Zhaoyan, whatever, however you pronounce that. The Lots other of strikers. Yeah, so to, to me, I mean, Big Ben can call me a fucking idiot if he wants, but Tatiana Suarez hasn't been in the UFC for two years now, so Big Ben, Big Ben... Tatiana Suarez isn't even around right now. She's coming back from a massive fucking knee injury. Maybe when she gets back in there, we can talk about her. No, but, but... even even I think even in general. Um... <laughs> I, I, sorry, I just read the comments. <laughs> uh, even I, I think uh, uh, Esparza is a level above. All right, who uh, I got Joanna being the champion at the end of the year. Who you got? Uh... Is that cheating if I say you want that too? <laughs> nope, that's that's fine. You can go with that because that's I, the I, one. I go with Joanna. All right, flyweight champion Valentina Shevchenko. Does does do we even have to talk about this? Is anybody in the no. UFC 125 pound strawweight division? No one. I mean, a flyweight division take the belt from Valentina Shevchenko. She always too far. Otherwise, no one. No one. She. Except, I know she got chances, but she's too far. That's the only reason I wouldn't say Menofio. No. The, I don't the, say that because she's French. <laughs> they got um 
the one girl, uh, Talia, is it Talia Santos? Uh, Tyler Santos. Tyler Santos. She she could be a dark horse, but otherwise, I mean, she's not. I don't have any. the The only thing I see Valentina doing, maybe she takes one more of these girls. She's beaten one, two, three, four. She's she five, six, seven. She's like she's beaten everybody. So what yeah, it comes down to is Valentina Shevchenko should go up to the 135-pound division and take the belt from jo- Juliana Pena, but they're yeah. going to go ahead. They're going to give Juliana – I mean, they're going to give Amanda Nunes a rematch with Juliana, so we don't even know how that plays out. Ed, I don't even think we need to talk about this division. Does anybody no, beat no, Valentina Shevchenko? Nobody. Nobody. And uh, But the, the only thing that's beating uh, Valentina is retirement. <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. I mean, she's and, fighting since 2003 in MMA. Like, dude, come on. <laughs> right. The, she 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 won the flyweight title. How many years ago is it now? 2018. So she's going she's going to be at at the end of this year she will be a four-year champion. Mm-hmm. And in those four years, you know, respectively, she's fought 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 no, that's not even twice a year. Seven times, eight, yeah. eight times in four years. So it's twice a year. I, I wish they fought more often. But Valentina yeah, Shevchenko ends the year as the champion. Moving on to Bantamweight. After the last video of MML Point, they talk about that. The, the fact that they protect their high-ranked fighters by not making them fighting too much. So, um, yeah. Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes rematch. Is that going to happen? Uh, the rematch will happen. Yeah. I hate that. I, I honestly do. I, I don't. Here's why. Because when Amanda Nunes beat Cyborg, yes, Cyborg wanted that run back. And they basically told her she has to win a couple to get back in there. After yeah, but being... she, you know the difference. Dana doesn't like Cyborg. I know. I know so, that. I hate that. I hate yeah. that fucking he plays favorites because honestly, Amanda Nunes, they should shelf her for a minute, man. Everyone's tired of seeing her any. I mean, yeah, I'm make her fight Holly Home again. Like, yeah. I would I would honestly put Juliana Pena in there against maybe like let her defend the title once against the winner of Arini Aldana and Aspen Ladd. Let 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 them fight. Or even then, against Holly, that would be nice to see. Or her, her and Holly Holm would be nice. Yeah, I don't know. I just i I honestly have no interest in seeing the rematch. I because I, honestly, I think if yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens, and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with that said, Juliana Pena still got the title at the end of the year. Uh, no, Holly Holm. Holly Holm. Is that much? I don't care about this division. I just threw a random name. <laughs> I like it, dude. I like it. I mean, well, I, she got chances, to be fair. But uh, I don't know. It could be Vieira. It could be, yeah, Captain Vieira got Catelyn chances. Captain Vieira, yeah. Captain Vieira yeah, just may, beat, uh... Uh, Maybe Captain Vieira, you know, why not? Uh, Aspen she's Lack. a big girl, man. Yeah. She's a big girl for that. Like in that division, she's just like, she looks like she towers over her opponents, Captain Vieira does. And uh, yeah. she, beat, she beat up Misha Tate. Um, to be fair, she, she reminds me of a, of a bantamweight uh, Manon Furo, you know, on the right. Because she's way taller, she's way bigger as well, uh, stronger, good striking, violence in a way. 
finishes girls, which is rare among girls that they don't often have finishes yeah. by chaos. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know, like Holly, because because I like Holly. <laughs> uh, Big Ben. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I don't know who the champion. I'm gonna say Valentina Shevchenko. I forgot her. I'm gonna. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's just breeze to that one, then we'll talk about a couple uh couple events coming up, and then we'll close this out. Yeah, um, yeah, Amanda yeah. Nunes is the Good one time. and the one and only featherweight on their roster. Yeah. As far as ranking, <laughs> dude, they don't even have they don't even have they have one name in featherweight. And it's Amanda Nunes. She's the champion. Do they bring in somebody like a Kayla Harrison and get that? Like, do they do that? Or do they do they nix this fucking division? What the fuck is this division? Yeah, like fucking fuck it. Like just, come on, just, let's, let's, I'll dude. just I'll just I'll just feel it, but don't 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 do something like that. Like come on, I mean I know it was all the time, but the, the lightweight division got cancelled because it was not popular enough at some point. When, when yeah, I, and it was popular. Uh, so it's, it's like I don't know. Like, it's, you got Bellator much. over there. Bellator has cornered the market on 145 pound female fighters because yeah. Scott Coker and Bellator open arms welcomed Chris Cyborg in, yeah. and with with uh, welcoming in the best 145 pounder in the world, not named Mana Nunes, mm. they have built a division around Chris Cyborg over there. With Julia Bud and and um, they got the fucking uh, the Aus- the Aussie fucking whatever fist the the Aussie fister whatever. <laughs> That's not MMA. Yeah, yeah. What, but That's they got they got some good girls over there, man. None of them, they, you know. And they got um, Kat and Ganu over there, and they they got some girls over there. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. should just cancel this division. I think so. That's my. I'm gonna Although say, but it's, I don't know. If, uh, do they have really that much of money problem that they can fill a featherweight division with girls that are that not gonna be that that not that much paid because there wouldn't be like stars and UFC work like that and it's fair. Uh, the, the lowest gets paid less, but uh, and maybe creating an atomweight division for the smaller girls. No, that exists everywhere in, in, in all the big promotions. If I think I think it's, up, it's I think it's way more likely that they start an atom weight division yeah. than keeping this division around. Which is weird. There is big girls. There's a lot of big girls. I don't know why. And and, and I would like to see big girls. Like why putting more like even thinner girls that there would be even less finishes and it would be super fast and nothing. You know like. So Amanda Nunes probably keeps the title, or they cancel that fucking division altogether. Um, they they would probably more the, cancel it, I guess. Or maybe no, they they'll do the Kayla Harrison fight, but for what? Like, if you don't feel it behind. Where, so Kayla Harrison, Kayla Harrison came out and said that she won't fight Amanda Nunes, right? Okay. With that said, say she goes over and fights Chris Cyborg. Do you think Kayla Harrison beats Chris Cyborg? Oh, that's Bell- that's something else. <laughs> that's not the UFC. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm saying, say Kayla no, Harrison. No, I know, I know. Just say Kayla Harrison doesn't come to the UFC because her and Amanda Nunes are BFFs and they don't want to yeah. fight each other, and she's the only featherweight over there in the UFC. They're really so, friends, like, so that's why they don't fight. 
Yeah, they train together and stuff. So oh, it, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, they train together. They you go on their social media, they're always hugging on each other and shit. Okay, I didn't yeah. check. So I don't, I, I don't follow Nunes uh, enough to know that. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so with that said, uh, no, Cyborg Big, Big Ben, Big Ben says kills Cyborg. <laughs> I I gotta see it, man. I gotta see it. I love I love Chris Cyborg. I think she's great. Uh, she might she might cyborg be cyborg by homicide. He says uh, cyborg by yeah. homicide. Um, Kayla is great, but she has been fighting PFL competition. Yeah, come on, it's not the same. Uh, Chris Cyborg has lost one time in seventeen years to Amanda Nunes. One time. So I don't know. We'll see. That division bores me. I, I mean that that conversation just sucks. So, fuck it. They they strike. <laughs> Big Ben says Kayla hugged me. You oh. are the man, Big Ben. I love you. Um, That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> we have an event coming up this weekend, man. Yes. We got an event, first event of the year, two thousand twenty-two. You got Calvin Cater, Calvin Cater making his return to the octagon after getting punched. 500 fucking times in the head one year ago, almost, <laughs> almost to the day by Max Holloway taking on Giga Chikatse. Wow. I like this main event. The rest of the yeah. card. Yeah. <coughs> uh, yeah. This fights I'm looking more actually in the prelims than yeah. in the main event. Like Kurt McGee, uh, Brahi match. <laughs> I mean, I am looking for Kurt McGee. And uh, Brian Kelleher, uh, it's yeah, Boom Kelleher is always a, a fucking entertaining fight. Um, he's fighting cool. a guy whose name I cannot pronounce even if I tried. But you got, I mean, you yeah. got Chase, Sher <laughs> Chase Sherman in the heavyweight division. He's fighting Sherman, uh, Jay yeah. Collier. You got That's Brandon Royville. Uh, Brandon Royville versus Bentorin is a is an interesting one. Caitlin Chukagian. See, the, the co-main event does nothing for me. Ch Caitlin Chukagian versus Jennifer uh, Maya. Honestly. The co-main event is on uh, Shalikov versus Pereira? Uh, don't tell me it got cancelled. What I'm looking at. Wait, wait, which fight are you looking at? Michel Pereira versus Muslim Shalikov. It's not even on this list. They must have cancelled the fight. No. Let me see. I'm definitely not going to watch. I'm definitely not going to go up to the bed at five for watching that. Yep, it's not on the card. Uh, so okay, let's just let's just go main event here. Main event: Calvin Cater got a Calvin Cater got a, a decade taken off of his life last year against Max Holloway. Max Holloway put on quite possibly. <laughs> he got a decade taken off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 got ten years taken off his life um, by one of the greatest performances I have ever seen. Max Holloway was. He had the fucking last dragon glow in that fucking fight. There was nobody stopping him that day. Unbelievable. Does Calvin Cater bounce back after a year off and take on a no. up and comer like Giga and get a win? No, not I don't see him beating Giga. No. I think I would have picked Giga even before the beating he took last time. And no, I, I don't know how he who he is, like even physically, mentally is she might be hurt. I don't know. So, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, I'm saying. I get Giga, Giga and for the rest of the card. I mean, who cares? Of Catherine Chuka again and Jennifer Maya. I mean, yeah. 
Hey, class, classic, right? Classic. I'm the best boxer. Look, Dana, I'm the best boxer. When he's fucking, he's letting Cater jab him while he's talking. He's like taking shots inside of the face while he's talking to yeah. Dana. And then he's like, pop, pop, pop. Not even looking. Oh, he's, not, he's not even looking at Cater. It must be so he's... depressing if you're like fighting a guy and he's beating you up and talking to the boss. So I was up at a uh, I was up at a condo in uh, Vermont or New Hampshire at a, on a ski trip with a bunch of uh, these three other families, and um, so we're up there and we had the TV on, and it was a uh, I want to say it was like the Saints Saints versus Packers uh, NFL playoff game, and the guys in the room are all watching this football game and I'm watching Max versus Cater on my phone. Right. And I'm going, Oh my God. Oh, I'm going, Oh shit. Oh, I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck? Everyone in the room is like, what are you doing? I'm like, put it on. I'm like, put it on ESPN right now. And they're like, I think about it on ABC. It was on ABC. Right. I think it was like the first one on ABC. And I'm like, put it on ABC, put it on. And they put it on in the fourth round. And all the guys in the room that are not diehard MMA fans watched round four and five of Max Holloway dismantling. And they were all like, what the fuck? fuck? They're like, are they always like this? I'm like, no, they're not always like this. Not always like this at all, man. It's fucking awesome. And uh, last Last thing we're going to talk about here, real quick, we got to yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I, I'm between. <laughs> we got to talk about UFC 270, Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Gain, Cyril Gan, uh, Brandon Moreno that's the versus. That's card. That's it. That's the, 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 this card is nice. Oh, yeah, this nice. is a very nice card. You got you got Cody Stamen and uh, Saeed Namagomedov. You yeah. got uh, you Alexei got Greg Olenich. Hardy and Alexei Olenek. Um, my boy, that's my favorite fighter all time, Yuri. Who is? I love like Alexa Oh yeah? I love Favorite this guy. fighter of all time. No, all no, right. one of my one of my. He's definitely top five. All right, we won't go through the whole thing. I mean, you got a lot of people on here that uh that are interesting fighters. You got K uh K Hansen down at the bottom, uh Matt Frivola. Yeah, true. That's that's but, a, that's some good, all good matchups. Yeah, but the, nice. the, the main event and the co-main event are the ones we need to talk about. Uh, co-main event, Brandon, Brandon Moreno versus Devison Figueredo, uh, part three. And, and the fight just before as well is, 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 is exceptional. Mosa Evloev, uh, Ilya Topoa is, is great because it's two undefeated guys. It doesn't happen yeah. quite often. So that's some one to watch as well. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Moreno, Figueredo, I mean... I don't know. I feel I feel Moreno can can repeat the the success of his last time, definitely. Um, Figueredo got the tools, but uh, I want to say Moreno. The thing is, like like we talked like we talked about their last two fights, right? Both fights, Mm. Um, both fights. Figueredo struggled with the weight cut. Yeah, Uh, was supposedly sick in both um, in both events. He got a point taken away in the first one. You remember that? And yeah, uh, yeah, and, and if he didn't lose that, he probably would have won the fight against Brandon Moreno in the first one. But in the second one, Brandon Moreno beat him fair and square throughout that entire fight. I think, me personally, I think Brandon Moreno takes this one. Yeah, it's a complicated one because it could go either way. 
definitely. Uh, technically, uh, from from what we know, at least, uh, of those of those two together. But um, yeah, I got Moreno too. I got Moreno. Moreno. Yeah, and, and which is funny because earlier in the show, I think I picked. Uh, yeah, together <laughs> you picked together too, but, but, that's not, <laughs> but that's a proof that's how close uh, is. This it, it is a it is a toss up, but we got okay. Let's talk about the main event real quick. Yeah. Francis Ngannou, six foot four, two hundred and sixty five pound monster. <laughs> Cyril Gan. Six foot four, 260 pound monster, 257 yeah. or 50 pound monster. They're very similar in size. They're former training. Funny. You would yeah. think the Ngannou is much bigger. And Ngannou with that 83 inch reach, who usually has like a fucking massive reach advantage over everybody. Um, Cyril Gan has an 81 inch reach. So yeah. it's a two inch, it's only a two inch advantage on, uh, so it's really not an advantage. Um, they have trained together. They have sparred together. Supposedly, Cyril Gan has gotten the better of Francis Ngannou in, in sparring sessions. Who do you got winning this one, and how? Uh, um, I got I got Cyril, uh, but I I could say by stoppage, but um, that's that's that could be a bit too much. I think I, I definitely Cyril Cyril's chances in this one. It's a tough it's a tough fight to pick. Um, it's they're the boat they're the most like evenly sized title fight like i i can't remember two guys that look so similar in size and stature um yeah. who happen to have trained together in the past yeah, well, one yeah. yeah one guy is known for his power the other guy clearly is the more technical fighter although francis has gotten better um it's it's such a fucking tough one, man. It's a tough one to call. I I got gun because I'm 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 guided by my heart, I guess. <laughs> but no, I mean, as well. Um, I think he got the tools. He got uh, the good way. He, he's good at slipping the really dangerous punches of uh, of Enganu. And he got good counters for that, like the uppercuts and stuff. Um, I don't know, dude. Uh, you know what's you know what's crazy about since since uh, Francis lost two in a row to Stipe and Derek Lewis, he has fought five times, yeah, and only fought for six rounds. First round knockout of Curtis Blades. First round knockout of Kane Velasquez. First round knockout of Junior Dos Santos. First round knockout of Jardino Rosenstrike, and then second round knockout of Stipe Miocic. That is a insane five fight win streak. And then you go to Cyril Gunn. Cyril Gunn has beaten Tanner Bozer, Junior Dos Santos, Jardino Rosenstrike, Alexander Volkov, and Derek Lewis, and knocked out two out of the five. Yeah, they, yeah. And the two toughest, to be fair. They got, yes, he knocked out Junior Dos Santos and Derek Lewis. So this could be like the most evenly like I'm I know I'm being like recency bias here, but this might be the most evenly matched up heavyweight fight that I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. Uh, maybe credentials that beat Engano is seems a bit higher. Even if Engano didn't fought Volkov, that's something uh Volkov could call problem to Engano, I think. 
The only thing, I mean, the major difference here is that um, Cyril has proven that he can go late rounds. Yeah. Um, he's done it often. He's beaten guys with submissions. He's got a better ground game than than uh, Francis, I believe. Yeah, that's true. You said there was two knockouts, but there was submissions. Uh, he, he got uh, nasty heel hooks. Yeah, he, he, won had... he, he did a guy by heel hook in 2020 or something like that. Come on, guys. It's, it's yeah, crazy. He's got, <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a few submissions. He's got Ken Shamrock uh, style. <laughs> so there it is, man. Uh, yeah. Make your prediction. Make your you said Cyril gone. Cyril, how's he? How does he do it? Uh, he'll hook. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, you, no, you're no. gonna go with a submission. He wouldn't. Oh. He, he wouldn't dare a submission, at least not like that. Not not this type of submissions. Here's where I. Here's where I'm going with it. Um, Cyril goes into the third, maybe fourth round, and finishes him yeah. on the ground by strikes. On the ground. Okay. I think, think he, he uh, him and ground I think he wrestles him down, he holds him down, and he pounds him out, and they fucking stop the fight, and Cyril Gunn unifies the title. And, that would um, be crazy. Yeah, I see I see it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I could yeah. see as well Engenu gassing out, and I, Cyril doing good work on the body. Cyril's and, a big man. He, he's ba Nganu is fighting a guy the exact same size as him that has a better gas tank and has better grappling and has more in the toolbox than Francis, who is just a, a, a well-known striker. I think. Um, yeah. And he showed he could help people. Uh, Big Ben says. Knockouts, uh, Big Ben says, Leo, listen, head kick. Cyril is going to knock him out with a head kick. I'd like to see that. A anyway, I, I'd like whatever is the way. Uh, this is the way. <laughs> okay. Well, Big Ben, here's what I'm going to do. Third round, Cyril puts him down to the ground with a head get, head kick, gets on top of him, finishes him on the floor. There it is. Your new champion, Cyril Gunn. I like it. I like it. I like it too, man. Awesome. So it's good catching up with you. I hope everybody uh, that tunes into this can, uh, you know, agree, disagree, whatever. Drop in the comments if you think we're fucking stupid. But I, I think, <laughs> honestly, there was only like two weight, two divisions that we thought the uh, champion that starts the year is going to end the year. And I think it was Valentina Shevchenko and Kamaru. I think, oh, no, uh, Israel Adesanya. Israel right? Adesanya. It yeah, was yeah. Israel and Valentina and everybody else's champions are switching hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Connor possibly. And Connor could be uh, the champion by the end of 2022. You heard it from Leo first. <laughs> Perfect Mish. We work. Oh, we all work together. Thank you guys for coming on tonight. <laughs> um, we'll do this again sometime. I'm feeling great now. I'm back to work tomorrow. Um, maybe two Mondays from now, we'll catch back up. All right. Two Mondays all right, from now. Time, two Mondays from now will be after the Cyril Gun and um Francis Ngannou event. So, yeah, true, true. So we, we, we will know at least we, we will have the first uh, answer to, to, to what we say today. Oh, Big Ben says Amanda Nunes. We did say that, but I also said that they're going to cancel that division. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, maybe yeah. she'll, she will uh, be the last featherweight champion in the history of the UFC because they're going to get rid of that fucking goddamn. Fake. Division. Uh, with that said, you guys tune in Wednesday. We got a we got a lineup of uh, Cage Wars MMA fighters coming on, and then Thursday night we got Alan Belcher and uh, Quentin Henry coming on with me and Mike. So 
Alan Belcher. That's cool. Alan the coolest Belcher. tattoo in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Greatest ta greatest tattoo in the history oh, of cool. MMA. Uh, one of the one of the, one of the greats of, of the of the of the old days to around I think 2006 he was fighting in the UFC or something like that. Oh man, he's been he, around he a long time. He's, he's 50 pounds bigger now than he was when he was in the UFC. You should see him. He's a fucking Such monster. Such a great striker, great great kicks and uh, amazing. Always, uh, it was yep. always a pleasure to watch him. And, uh, yeah, man. Well, Leo, good talking to you as always. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Everybody, tune in Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time to watch all these cage wars animals talk to me and Mike. Peace.